Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to the 95 Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan McCollin. Episode 1 starts right now. Yeah, what's up, guys? So today we have a special guest in the building. YouTuber, entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, and he's the first free skier from Barbados, Mr. Victor White. How you doing, man? I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, I'm on the other side of the globe in, in New Zealand, <laughs> working hard at the moment, but uh, I, I'm liking it. Nice, nice. How's it going up there? How's it going? Um, we're, we're definitely making some progress. Uh, I, I, re- I recently represented Barbados in the, in the first uh, World Cup of the season, and, and to my knowledge, it's the first time Barbados ever took part in a, in a Winter Sports World Cup. That's crazy, man. That's yeah, crazy. so uh, unfortunately, I I ended up as forty seventh, but um, I, I'm happy with the result. I I crashed my my first run, and then I I managed to land my second run. I, I'll oh. talk more about the sport. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. 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 All right. It's so a quick question. Right. All my listeners probably want to know how do you, a Bayesian like yeah. yourself, how do you get from being in Barbados, the sun to skiing. What's that story like? I'm a second generation Barbadian. Uh, my mom is Finnish and my dad is Barbadian. Uh, they met in, in Sweden and that's where I'm born. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I did my school in Sweden. Uh, so I, I mostly grew up there. I went to ski college there. But I mean, Barbados is my home. I nice. grew up there too. So. And I have a lot of family back home in Barbados. Um, I just started skiing on my mom's side when I was young. Okay. Uh, on, on like Christmas holidays and stuff like that. And one thing led to another. Um, I, I started alpine skiing when you ski through the gates. All right. uh, I got bored of that because I thought it was it, it, it was just boring and I saw these other cool guys in the park doing jumps, backflips, front flips and I, I wanted to be like them so so I begged my mom for a pair of um, uh, twin tip skis uh, they're called twin tips because you can ski backwards as well as forward oh, okay. whereas normal skis are only built to go forward uh, yeah, so uh, I started that, and I, I was a crazy kid. So uh, <laughs> it it turned out that I was I was probably more crazy than good, but uh, I managed to win some competitions, and and it was my passion. I loved it, and I just wanted to pursue it. Nice. That sounds that sounds crazy, man. I, I feel I just got like a like a, a crash course in skiing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Well, well, basically. If I were to explain my, my sport, we go down a slope where we have uh, obstacles built out of snow. Usually in a traditional course, you have three jumps and three rail features. Uh, and the rail features are, are, are basically handrails that we slide on and do tricks. And the mission is to do as, as a technical run as possible, uh, as good looking as possible, uh, show you have control. And, and of course, the more you spin, the more flips you do, uh, the more technical it will get, and it's the likelier it is you'll score higher. Basically, it's it's a judging sport, and, and in judge sports are, are always tough, but 
you just gotta show that you're you're the next level and and that you do something that no one else does and and that's what I'm working on down here right now. So can you tell us a bit about the journey? I know you're gunning for the Winter Olympics. Yeah. So that's next year, right? Yeah, exactly in February. So te- yeah, tell us about how you're preparing for that um, and so, the expectations. So basically, um, if I if I'm gonna tell you the story, I want to tell it from the start. So uh, so I, I I got into this uh, this ski college in Sweden, the best best ski academy in Sweden. Okay. At this time, I I just found out that my dad uh, was sick in cancer, in prostate cancer. And uh, we didn't know how for how much longer he had to live. And his dream was always for me to represent Barbados in, in the sport. So our last trip down to the island, down and we talked, it was me and my dad and my, my godfather uh, about okay. this. Uh, so so the ball started rolling. And then, then uh, my first year in the ski academy, I managed to win to win two gold medals in the Swedish Junior Championships and one silver medal. Okay. Uh, so, so the Barbados uh, Olympic Association started to show interest in, and they wanted me to come compete for Barbados. But, but the uh, the process is is it's a big process to get get the National Ski Federation going and so on. So, so uh, but then unfortunately my my dad passed away. Uh, the second of, of September, 2014, uh, which is tomorrow, <laughs> the day after we we we're recording this podcast. Um, so uh, condolences, man. Yeah, um, he passed away, and I I had so much love for my dad, uh, so much support from him. I still feel it in my heart, uh, and yeah. it's uh, I, I'm I'm just trying to make him proud. In December, I tore my my ACL. Uh, which is one oh, of the toughest, yeah. toughest injuries a skier can get. Uh, so when I did that, I had about 10, 12 months of rehabilitation in front of me. So the whole Barbados thing got delayed, the start of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but during this time, I had to figure out a way because I couldn't just, you know, sit on my hands and do nothing. I'm not built like yeah. that. I need to do something. So I started commentating this, these uh, ski events and started a company and doing that. And I also found that because what I do, um, what I get paid for, you could say, is actually the social media marketing side of okay. it. Um, I, of course, I get paid as a skier as well, but, but like the ski industry is very tough and it's very small. So you have to be smart right. when it comes to the marketing. I kind of rebuilt my my marketing strategy under this time period, uh, and also that was probably the toughest period in my life to to go through the loss of my dad, who I loved very much, as well as uh, having the skiing ripped away from me, all within three months. To be able to fight through that uh, and the ACL rehabilitation, which which is very very tough. I worked so hard, so much blood, sweat, and tears. Sweat and tears. Sweat and tears. Painful, but but it, it got it got me stronger and it got me to where I am. Last summer, actually, the summer of 2016, I went down to Australia. I was able to start skiing again properly. 
uh, last season, I, I was battling some some injuries. I, I broke my rib. I twisted my foot pretty badly. Last season was just kind of a getting out there, getting back on my feet, getting Barbados free ski established. Uh, we did the in March. We did the World Ski Championships. It's very hard when you're when you have these big big jumps like 70, 80 feet jumps and, and, and they want you to go in, in fog and wind and that kind of stuff. It, it can get very dangerous. So, Talk some more about your whole marketing. Like, How do you market yourself? How do you get into it? How do you get experience at the filming and editing? Stuff like so as, as a skier, we, we, I've done my own skiing edits since I was, uh, since I was a kid. But then, um, then I saw I saw this vlog thing uh, grow on YouTube, and what a great yeah. way it is of, uh, to market yourself. And I I think that um, it's it's kind of uh, oh I sorry I, I lost myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no uh, so. Everyone, all the millennials are going to watch YouTube. Uh, traditional television is, is not going to be around for much longer. Or it probably will, but, but not a lot of people are going to watch it. When you have a YouTube channel, you have the, the opportunity to publish whatever you want. Um, you don't need the, the okay from someone else. And as well as with, with digital marketing, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. It's, it's very powerful tools and and it's very powerful for, for companies these days because you have direct a direct line of marketing to thousands of people. Definitely, and it's not, yeah. And there's no like middleman trying to tell you, yeah, no. you can't do that. No. You gotta do this, you know what I mean? Like, that is, is yeah. fully authentic. Yeah, it, it's the future of marketing and I think it, it's definitely here to stay that will never change it's like will people um, delete their Facebook and Instagram profiles no I don't think so um, so I mean you just gotta be smart about it and, and for me a big thing uh, with this journey because it's never been done before I needed to to document it I got you I, fir- I, I firmly believe documenting over creating you know like, mm. I think Having that, I, I think I think it actually brings a lot of value to anyone else that you know wants to be on that same journey with you. Yeah, it brings you, it brings your audience along too. I think that's a brilliant idea you had there. Yeah, I actually that's a good point. Uh, documenting over creating because creating can sometimes be kind of forced. Um, yeah, the things I do on my channels they are real. Like I I keep them, or at least I try to keep them real and transparent. So I want the audience to feel that it's that it's real and that I'm not hiding anything. Uh, I got you. So and also like I live this. I, I'm fortunate enough, or actually I'm not fortunate enough. I worked very hard to be where I am today. I want to show everyone uh, what you can do if you just set your mind to it. What you can do is actually, if you put your mind to something and you work hard, you will get there. So I knew since 2016 the summer of 2016 about this this Barbados thing and and the value of it so I started with 52 Instagram episodes of World of White uh, and 
for half a year until January. And I felt it out, like, am I able to do this, this video documenting thing? And it went right. good. So, and then season one, we started it on YouTube in January. And that season actually, um, that, that, that season, it was me and my former coach. But the problem was we couldn't keep a good storyline since we recorded over several days. So going into season two, that started uh, May the 25th, I thought, okay, I'm going to do it myself. Um, the, the, the YouTube uh, series is not my first priority because my skiing will always be my first priority. But how much can I do it? Now I got the experience, a year, year of experience. Um, now, now I'm ready to go. Like, and I would love to do it every day. I can't. It's too much work. I do it every three days, which means one day filming, uh, a night, long night of editing. I was up until two in the morning, oh, <laughs> editing as well as um, as well as keeping everything else in order. Anyway, back back in back in April, I sat down. I did research of a hundred companies. I I reached out to every single one of them, uh, and now it turns out three of them uh, and this one brand company I can't tell you anything about it yet on yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, on the recording but it's a big company in New York uh, and it will be launched very soon our our partnership and nice. I think a lot of a lot of the kids these days to be completely honest with you uh, it's easy to be spoiled I agree 100% you know I think people especially where we are right now I think have a tendency to just wait for opportunities yeah you know? but yeah like what you did i think the best thing to do and it's always the best thing to do you just get up and go get it you know like, exactly. cold, like if you have to call message a hundred people you yeah. have to call like that's what i did that's why i got you on this show like i was just like sending yeah. out like a hundred ish like three people will respond but you know those three people actually bring value to yeah. whatever yeah. you're trying to do you exactly know? um can i say something yeah yeah go ahead the the talent from our little island it's amazing it's, it's astonishing it's crazy look at darian king tennis player got crazy. into the main draw of us open look at dj puffy um yep. winning the red bull three style look at rihanna we have so much look, look at uh rona williams uh the the cover yep. of uh, vogue india there's there's so much talent coming from this little island in the caribbean I mean, yeah, the talent pool is ridiculous. Like people, like people think we're exaggerating, but it's actually ridiculous. It is insane. The talent pool it's is insane. Yeah. It's completely insane. There's nothing else like it in the Caribbean. I don't know. It's true. It it's um, it's it's astonishing, and that's why me personally, I want to inspire Barbadians to go out and get what they want. Uh, I I think it it we have a bright future for our country. And also, there's there's just there's just no need to to sit around and wait for things. If you want something, you gotta go and get it. Man, there there are too many avenues for you to get your own ish. Like, yeah. you can't just sit down and just you know wait on your hands. I don't mean no, I, I that never made sense to me. I just no. try to get you know like you yeah. should just inspire other people to get that mindset because it's a mindset yeah. you have to have at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. But. It's gonna happen one step at a time. We gotta get, we gotta get them to do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Anything is possible. That's that's also a thing. Like, I did not understand 
the um, when people told me to work hard. What do you mean work hard? People always say you have to work hard. If you see someone in a fancy house or a fancy car and you go up and ask them what do you do for a living, they they'll most commonly say I work hard. And I didn't understand <laughs> that until I started uh, vlogging. To be totally honest with you, um, with, yeah. for example, with with the skiing and being a professional athlete, I I work hard. Like I push my body to the limit. Uh, I working out, skiing, uh, mentally, physically. But but with with the vlogs, it just adds an extra layer of creating a new video. In my case, every three days, um, putting in between like four and eight hours of editing into every video, and, and it's it's just it, it gives me an opportunity to really work work for what I want. Um, and it's hard work; it's not always fun. But you gotta yeah. find something that um, you you like. That's the thing. I found I have my skiing. I have my 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 making videos. But everyone needs to find what they're good at or what, what they f- find is nice. And as soon as you do that, there will be an opportunity to work hard. But you can't just work hard out of nothing. Do, do you know what I mean? Does it make sense? Yeah, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Like I read a book once by Malcolm Gladwell, The Old Airs. Yeah. And basically he was saying, you find your ish, and then yeah. you have to put that 10,000 hours into that ish if you want to get anywhere, you know? So, yeah. Like yeah. looking at you, you clearly put that you put in that time in, you gotta put the time in. If you don't, it's just yeah. it's not gonna happen, man. Yeah. Okay, so we we, we were talking yeah. about the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Right? Yes. We got we got carried away a little bit. I just wanna know how like what's I wanna know the journey from where you are right now to getting there. Yeah. In twenty eighteen. Alright, so exactly. Um it's uh, I, there. The Winter Olympics will will be in Korea uh, in February. I have four four more World Cups to go. Okay. And these World Cups are qualifying events, and basically, to be for a country to be liable to go to the Winter Olympics, I need to place in the top thirty. I placed forty seventh um, now in the first World Cup. Uh, I that's far from what I'm able to do on my skis Uh, I I know I can be up there with with all the best guys Um, I just need a bit of time but anyway um, and then there's only 30 spots in the Olympics which means I have to rank I have to be amongst the top 30 in the world Uh, and on all the World Cups you get points so if I if my calculations are right, uh, I need two top twenty positions uh, to make it. I'll I'll be Qualify. yeah to to be in the quota. But the thing is, you you won't know until January twenty second. That's when the when the the last World Cup is done and they release the official points list for the World Cup. Okay. My next focus is Austria, the 26th of November, and there we'll have the, the second World Cup, Slopestyle World Cup. And after that, we have uh, the 20, December 23rd um, is the third one. In, no, second one, third one. Yeah, third one of the season in, uh, in France. 
And then in January, we have uh, Aspen in Colorado, in the US. Okay. And then it's probably going to be Mammoth in the US. Uh, I, I just want to quickly touch base on this. Um, because w- when you're doing stuff, you can't be afraid of, of taking taking in help from, from other people. There's some stuff that you're going to be good at, and there's some stuff that, that you're not as good at. You are better off focusing on what you're good at and find someone to help you with what you're not good at. No? Definitely. No one's good at everything, you know? No one's a master at everything. So no. you got to learn to take help. No, exactly. And, and to build a strong team, we're stronger together, it's, it's very important. Being a professional athlete is, you sacrifice a lot. Um, I don't think people realize it because it, it's very hard to realize if, if you're not in it, you know? And, and the, yeah, the amount of time, energy, um, like the physical aspect of how much you have to push yourself, the mental aspect, of waking up six in the morning, going back out there training. Like for me, in my case, it's it's snowstorm and I have to go up there and ski and do my best. Like with the sore body, it's it's rough, but but it's also very rewarding. I got you, man. Talk a little bit about your daily routine, you know, because we're all about ninety five percent. So you want to know what you do day in day out to get to that goal. Yeah, so um, I wake up at six every morning. Um, I I started this this routine back in March uh, because I read some books about successful people, and, and what I found they had in common is they wake up early earlier than than anyone else, uh, than their competitors, just to get a head start, and they go to bed early. Yeah. The one thing we cannot run away from is sleep. So I think what the only thing that's more valuable than anything is time. So I definitely, definitely. So for me, time management is a big, big thing. I wake up at six. Um, usually I go through about an hour of emails in the morning. Uh, it's it could be sponsorships uh, you know this and that it's a lot of stuff now with the Olympics and papers that need to be sorted and stuff so and after the emails I have my breakfast uh, I get dressed and then at eight o'clock uh, 7 30 we had the depending like my sport is weather dependent so it depends on the weather but we head up okay. to the mountain and then then we ski hard in the mornings. Uh, we ski hard for about five hours. Uh, ski hard in the mornings, and then you ease off as the day goes by. Uh, come back at around three o'clock, four o'clock, and uh, I, I, as soon as I come back, I'm so tired, so beat. I take off my clothes. I just, I want to lay down in the bed. But I see this as a personal <laughs> mental challenge, so I just bring up my my yoga mat uh, and I do my 50-minute yoga routine and and I have a core workout that I need to do to keep my back strong to to protect me from all the impact I take from the okay. jumps. Uh, and after that, I 
I might go for a run or I might do a, do a workout. Uh, it, it depends. But and then after that, it's it's about eating food. We're talking around six o'clock, six thirty, and after that, it's all about getting stuff online, like Instagram photos, editing the vlog. Etc. And I try to to go to bed before eleven o'clock. I would love to be go to bed before ten, but like there's not enough hours in a day. And if yeah. if you not get sleep, you can't work. Um, I've had true. I've had a few crazy weeks um, two months ago where I was traveling like crazy. Um, Editing. I'm just trying to do too much and got too little sleep, and and you can't do that in the long run if you want to function. You can't function at all. Sometimes it's just crazy. No. You start making mistakes and this. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're well rested, you will you will perform better because sometimes it's not. Let's say I I train for for four or five hours. Sometimes it's about training for two hours and making the most out of those two hours and pushing real hard. Instead of the longer you do it, the better you will be. That doesn't necessarily always make the case, you know. Yeah, I gotcha. I agree, man. Yeah, for sure. Last thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I have been talking for long time right now <laughs> no no i i love it i love it We're wrapping up now so yeah. i just we have a segment called quick fire inspire right yeah. so you have to give me three pieces of advice that you've been given that inspired yeah. you to get to where you are right now okay but real fast okay all right go um never give up uh, work hard and don't be afraid to fail you have to fail to make it. That that's where you so learn. True. You learn from, so your from your mistakes. Man, I appreciate it for real, bro. I appreciate it. Tell the people where they can find you on their on the social media. Yeah, so on Instagram, it's Victor White with a three instead of an E at the end. On YouTube, it's World of White. And I I recently picked up my Twitter again, so you can follow me on Twitter. It's the same name as Instagram, Victor White with a three instead of an E. And then we have uh, on Facebook. You can search for Victor White with a three instead of an E. Smash that subscribe button and, and, and hit that follow. <laughs> yeah, again, bro, I appreciate you taking time to come on the podcast. You know, I know you're very busy, man. I think, but I appreciate it for real, man. Yeah, thank you very much. And it's my first podcast, so I'm, I'm happy uh, that I could contribute, and I, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, guys. You just heard that Victor White interview. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow us on all of our social media, the 95 Podcast, Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, all that ish, you know? I appreciate it, guys.